0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: See, we'll never make it until we start believing in God and believing in love because God's love so we believe in love. It's the best way and it's your way. Let's go on reading. Love is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. You know anybody's made perfect in love yet? <laughs> you can see that love is perfect, isn't it? But it's not made perfect in us. But God wants it to be. I said God wants it to be. Let's read it again. Love is not, that's Amplified Translate, is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Pays no attention to a suffered wrong.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue this series, Love, The Way to Victory, by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
1: Now finally, this other family lived kind of across the street. He got to where he wouldn't go over there. He, he, he'd, he'd show up my services every time. Well, I can't control him. He, he, wouldn't, he never said anything, never talked to me. But one day he said to him, he said, Brother Higgins said, my wife and I, and she'd come only on Thursday night and go to her church every time. He said, uh, we, we decided to change churches. We want to join your church. I've been coming here. Well, in this case now, I felt a little different thing here. I, I knew a little something. So I said, well, I, I'll talk to your pastor. Unless he's agreeable and, re- and he recommends you and it's agreeable, uh, why, we will not do it. We, we wouldn't accept you. I'll talk to him. Well, he said, okay, go ahead and talk to him. So I said to him, I told him what he told me, and, and the pastor said, Brother Hagin, I, I hate to lose her. It's just like losing your eye teeth to lose her. Well, well, She's the best worker in my church. But he said, for his benefit, I'm going to insist that you take him." I've got enough sense to know that everybody can't fit in with everybody's program. And he don't fit in with me in some way or another. I, I can't understand him. He don't fit in with me and I don't fit in with him. I didn't tell him, but I understood him exactly. I knew exactly where it's coming from. I knew it mostly by, the, by revelation in my spirit, by the Holy Ghost. I knew it could help him. And I said, well, I want you to know this. I will not accept them unless you say so. I'm going to insist that you do it. I believe that you can help him. And for his benefit, now see that pastor's acting in love. He realized that the man needs help. He believes I can help him. I didn't tell him, but I knew I could. Thank God I did. Thank God I did. We rescued him. But see, I would not if this pastor did not feel right about it and did not insist, I would not have taken those people into my church. I'm going to act in love. I said, I'm going to act in love. Whether anybody else does or not. Amen. Why? It can cost me my life. I want to live my full length of time out down here below. If Jesus doesn't come, praise God, without sickness and disease, it just, it's just so much better. Praise God to, to be well than it is to be sick. Amen. That's the reason you can't get a lot of these people healed. Preach, preachers need to know that. And you need to preach that in your church. Amen. I don't preach it in crusade because you don't fit in crusade. Once in a while, I'll get off on a little bit. We're in a different area. Are you listening to me? That's one reason that we never did bear one church member in 12 years of pastoral work because we'd get that kind of truth into them. Now let's go on reading. Notice, love does not insist on its own rights or its own way for it's not self-seeking. It's not self-seeking. This love doesn't insist on its own rights. See, we'll never make it until we start believing in God and believing in love because God's love so we believe in love. It's the best way and it's your way. Let's go on reading. Love is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it, it pays no attention to a suffered wrong. You know anybody who's made perfect in love yet? <laughs> you can see that love is perfect, isn't it? But it's not made perfect in us. But God wants it to be. I said, God wants it to be. Let's read it again. Love is not, that's Amplified Translation, is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it, pays no attention to a suffered wrong. You see, here is love's thermometer. Here is the love gauge. It's easy to find out whether or not you're walking in love when you take account of the evil done to you. You're not walking in love. As long as you walk in God and stay full of the Spirit and let love dominate you, you won't take account of the evil done to you. Like I said, through the years, things have happened to me just as they've happened to you. I've had ministers, fellow ministers, even relatives tell me, I wouldn't take that, I wouldn't put up with that if I was you. They even told me I must have a weakness in my character, fellow ministers. No, it's not weakness, it's strength. Because love never fails. Many have failed. And they've died prematurely because they lived so in the natural that they couldn't take advantages of the privileges of their privileges and their rights as a child of God, the things that belong to them. They were always fussing and fighting until it had an effect on their entire being, including their bodies. Love takes no account of the evil done to it. Say that out loud. Love Love. takes no account of the evil done to it. Now that has to be the God kind of love, doesn't it? Because you see, the Bible tells us that we were enemies of God and God didn't take account of the evil done to it. God so loved the world. Hallelujah. That he sent Jesus to redeem us. He loved us while we were yet sinners. Love pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Now can't you see that that would straighten things out in your life? Can't you see that walking in love would straighten things out? in the home and in the church and in the nation for men and women to become children of God and get the love of God in them because the love of God is shed abroad in their hearts and then live in the family of God as children of love. Let's go on reading. This is amplified translation of 1 Corinthians verse 4 through 8, 13 chapter. Love does not rejoice at injustice, and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Woo, glory to God. Someone said, I just can't take it any longer. Love can. I just can't put up with him anymore. Love can. I just can't put up with her. Love can. Think about it. God's putting up with all of us. Wonder if he ever says, I've taken just about all I can take. (laughs) Now, you see, that's that old natural man and natural human love that's selfish and said, I I can't take anymore. I'm not going to put up with that. The love of God in you bears up under anything. Let's go on reading. Love is ever ready to believe the best of every person. (laughs) Did you ever notice that natural human love is ready to believe the worst of every person? I knew it's just like him. I didn't have any confidence in it to begin with. It's ever ready to believe the worst about the husband. Natural human love. Ever ready to believe the worst about the wife. Ever ready to believe the worst about the children. But this God kind of love is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Husband, wife, brother, sister, in the church, children, believe the best of every person. Hallelujah! And to put you over. I said, That'll put you over. Amen. You need to learn, instead of believing the worst of your children, you need to learn to surround them with faith and love. Yes. Lady said to me at St. Louis, preach the full God forbidden convention. Brother Hagin wants you to pray for me. I said, What for? Well, I want you to promise me that you'll, before I tell you, I want you to promise me that you'll pray every day for this request. I said, I'm not going to do it. Because I, I probably wouldn't think of it every day. But what's your request? Well, now she said, I'm a widow. And I have a 16 and a half, a 15 and a half year old boy, only child I have. His dad is dead and I wasn't a Christian. He wasn't brought up in church either. I've just been in church in recent years. But I said, I can't do a thing in the world with him. He won't go to church. He's just out to all hours of the night, sometimes three and four o'clock in the morning before he comes in. And said, I just lay there awake, you know, waiting for the phone to ring, telling me, you know, they've got him arrested down in jail, you know, in with a gang, and so on and so forth. I wanted you to pray every day. Will you promise me you'll pray every day for him? No, I said, I'm not going to pray for him at all. She said, you're not. No, I said, I'm not even going to pray one prayer. I'm a doing that to get her attention. Amen. Sort of like the old boy, little old boy lived in town, never been in the country. Went out to his grandpa's farm. And his grandpa went out, you know, in those days they had mules and horses, and so he had and so he started hooking these mules up and he picked up two before it hit that hit that mule in the head. And the little boy said, What'd you do that Pa?" Grandpa said, just to get his attention. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get people's attention. I did that to get her attention. I said, I'm not going to even pray for him. I'm not going to pray one prayer. You're not? I said, no. She said, why? I said, wouldn't do any good. Wouldn't do a bit of good in the world. As long as you are going to keep nagging at him. As long as you are going to keep worrying about it. And keep telling him you'll never mount anything. You're going to wind up in the penitentiary. You're going to the reform school. You'll never make it. She said, how do you know I did that? I said, because he turned out like he did. That's how come he know it. Well, she said, what am I going to do? I said, I'll tell you exactly what to do. Will you do it? So to me doing it every day, will you do it every day? <laughs> well, I will if it's easy. Everybody's looking for something easy. I said, it's easy. I said, now, number one, don't ever mention to him again. I said, he's 15 and a half, now to 16. Don't ever mention to him again anything about Jesus, God, of the Bible. Probably every meal you've tried to preach to him, don't you? Yeah, she said, I do. I said, shut your mouth. Don't ask him to go to church. Just leave him alone. Now, you ought to start the way on back on it when he's little, but you didn't because way on back there, you didn't even know God yourself to begin with. But get off of him. Get off of his back and quit hounding him. And then at nighttime, stood of laying there worrying and said, well, I guess the phone's going to ring. I said, you say, Lord, I don't know where he is, but I surround him with faith and love. I surround him with faith and love. I do not believe he's going to wind up in the penitentiary. I do not believe he's going to wind up in jail. I do not believe he's going to wind up in the reform school. I believe he's going to be delivered and blessed and saved. And I said, then go on to sleep.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. The book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory, and the three-CD series, Listen to Your Heart by Ken Hagan. Both can be yours today for just twenty-four ninety-five. dollars Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. one faith 99 That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget... For faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: Well, honey, in March, March 23rd through the 26th, yeah. we're going to be in North Miami Beach, Florida. That's a good place to be. I, that is. Oh, I'm looking go, forward to some warm weather. Warm weather, sunshine in. That's sun right. That's oh, right. Man, it's going to be great. So that and is also, it. I'm looking forward to being with our, the Moors. our That's friends, right. our the, friends. You know, uh, uh, Stan and Jerry, and Stan and, and uh, Teresa, Teresa, and mm-hmm. then the daughters yes. that have come to Rayma, and all yes. the family. We just, it's That's just. Right. Gonna to be a great time. That's at Words of Life Fellowship Church. Hey, come on down and be with us. It's going to be fun. That's right. Then in April, we're going to be in Omaha, Nebraska at Faith Family Church with Tony and Jeanette Finley. That's I haven't been in that area of the country in quite a while. I want all my
0: friends there because i got a lot of people in that area that know us. We've preached in that area many times,
1: but uh, had not been there in a while. So come on down and be with us. That's we're just right. going to have a great time.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, the Way to Victory. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.